Hello, and welcome back to our second episode of the Align with God podcast, where together we learn experientially how to grow a two-way interactive connection with God, because this is what we're made for. We are a Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led, and Jesus-focused ministry. I'm one of your hosts, Denise McKenzie, and today we're going to talk about finding God's presence. According to Susan Johnson, a well-known psychotherapist and marriage counselor, the human brain is asking one major question of every relationship. Will you be there for me? We need to know we're not alone in the universe. This is a central human need. Orphans born without attention, without anyone to pick them up and hold them, smile at them, sadly do not thrive and many die. We have to know we matter to someone. It's essential to life. And it's how we're intricately wired by our creator. So wouldn't God want to be there for us? Absolutely. Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God with us. He meets that central need. He is with you right here and right now. The Bible says he's omnipresent. He is everywhere. One time, I was teaching a preschool class in church, and I was teaching them the concept that God is everywhere. And a four-year-old boy boldly stood up and said, Well, long pause. If God is everywhere, longer pause, that means, that means, he, he was trying to ponder the immensity of what he was about to say, that means airplanes land on him. Shouting these last three words in wide-eyed wonder, with a loud thud, he sat down. I could just feel God's tears welling up with joy toward this little fellow. I just wanted to hug him. His little face was looking at me to untangle this concept for him. I think I muttered something to the effect of, well, I suppose that's true, but you know what? God can handle that. He's bigger than all that. And somehow that worked. Whether I answered his question that day with any biblical wisdom, I'm not aware, but I do know that he gave me a hug on the way out. You know, David was also wrestling with the same concept in adult form in Psalm 139, verse 7 through 10. He said, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. David concluded, not only is God everywhere, but he holds him and guides him with every step. You can tell he was wrestling to grasp this concept in the psalm. And I get the sense it sort of blew his mind. As humans, we just can't grasp this very well. The truth is, Jesus is Emmanuel. He is who he said he is, whether we get it or not. But he wants us to get it. One of our goals in this podcast is to help you engage with God, with your whole being, so you can grasp a sense of his presence more fully, since this is how we learn best, when the left logical and right relational parts of your brain are both engaged in the learning. In Western culture, this is a little foreign to us. We tend to learn with our left logical linguistic brains and not our more emotional, experiential, and relational right brains. Yet God says the greatest commandment is to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
He truly is inside every one of your thoughts, your emotions, your cells, your spirits. And yes, he's on your runways. He is there when you are approaching and taking off from him. He's under you and over you. He's there when you're having wobbly landings or when you're soaring into the sunsets. He is beside you in loving awareness always. He is Emmanuel, God with you, and he longs for you to experience him with all of you. Because Jesus' death on the cross for us um, established that we never need to feel alone, we can be confident of this. The question is, do we want a deeper encounter with his presence? Honestly, I was a little scared of this at first. But over time, I learned he will never overwhelm me. So how do we experience God's presence of God being with us? In the last podcast, we alluded to Psalm 1611. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. Something about his presence brings us back to life and joy. Since the pandemic started in 2020, we lost some of these pathways to life and joy. I know I've been a therapist now for 27 years, and I'm seeing a lot more anxiety and depression now than ever before. But the good news is we can build new pathways back to life and joy. And those will be the runways that connect us to Jesus. First, let's take a moment to look at the word presence. In his presence, we find fullness of joy, which is the same word used in Psalm 139. There's really not a word that describes presence or means presence the way it does to us in English because it's sort of a vague sense to us in English. But in Hebrew, the noun for presence is panim, meaning before or in front of one's countenance or face, or faces. It's always plural when referring to God, which could allude to the Trinity. So presence is having a face-to-face encounter with God in front of us, a sense of him being before us. The Bible speaks of God as though he had a face in several places, like Genesis 33.10. And this is cool. The verb, pana, can mean to turn toward. So it's like presence is this act of turning toward his face. So how is there joy in life in face-to-face presence encounters with God and others? Well, the other day I was feeling particularly weary. It had been a long week and my husband and I both had COVID. I was exhausted and I didn't feel God's presence anywhere. A friend stopped by to bring us some medicines and with a big smile said, hi, it's so good to see you through my glass door. I immediately felt better. I thought, wow, what was that? I realized, although we exchanged very few words, we exchanged smiles. And I just needed to know like someone was there and they were happy to see me and be with me. It kind of restored life and joy to me just to see her face. So this word presence in Psalm 1611, it almost always alludes to something relational between God ourselves and others and all of creation. God is love. He interacts back and forth with us. He created us in his image. Let's face it. We are a face-to-face kind of folk. That's why most of us hate the COVID masks. No wonder we're more depressed these days. So, in your presence is fullness of joy. Could read, in turning towards your face, there is fullness of joy. So we can't really conjure joy up on our own. We need another face or a memory of someone's face that's happy to be with us. Joy is totally relational. 
This is the path of life, Psalm 1611 alludes to. So even if you live alone or the people you're with don't bring you joy, you can learn to grow relational joy, brain pathways back to life and joy in God's presence. And all of that also transfers to your connections to people. It's the same pathways that both use. So we're about to do an exercise that will help us become more aware of his presence. And over time, through consistent practice, you'll feel the joy and life that come with that. But this may not happen right away. You need to practice. At first, it's like building a muscle at the gym. You may feel more peace in his presence or more grounded or more quiet or more secure. That's great. Embrace that. You may have a range of emotions, but for the sake of time, we're just focusing today on becoming more aware of his presence. That's the first step. What we're doing here is just a form of prayer. Mother Teresa said, God speaks in the silence of the heart. Listening is the beginning of prayer. As we learn to silence our hearts, we must silence the rest of us too, since all parts of our beings are connected. In the spirit, we prepare ourselves through surrender. So the first step in encountering God is yielding. It's waiting for him to reveal himself to us. We surrender who we think God is and what we expect him to do. In stillness, we prepare our heart to listen. Be still and know that he is God. We prepare our body through deep breathing, eliminating the fight, flight, and freeze response. You can't have a racing mind in a relaxed body. So hopefully everyone's on board. And if you already do this, let this be a consistent place where you can come and practice. We can never get away from the basics. So the align with God starts with A. And A is cultivating an awareness of God's presence or face with our whole being. That's the simple goal of this exercise. You can um, pause the podcast as we're doing it so you can spend more time in each step. I will say the word pause at various points where it would be good to hit the pause button. Spend as much time as you like there. So let's get started. Again, just notice what comes up. The goal in Christian meditation is not to have a blank mind, but to synchronize with Jesus's mind. We're not going after just peace or joy. Our aim is to experience Jesus himself. Those other things are byproducts of that connection. God wants us to connect with his presence, to turn toward his face with our whole heart. We are triune beings connecting to a trinity. So what I'd like you to do right now is take a few moments to sit back and close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths as I pray. God, you are so faithful to meet us where we're at. Help each person listen today to you and help them be made more aware of your presence. Now this is where you can pray along if you'd like. I pray that I may surrender my agenda to you. I let go of who I think you are so that I may know you more deeply and more fully. I'm ready to experience whatever you have for me with all of my being. Protect us in the spiritual realms and guide us with your Holy Spirit, your spirit alone. In Jesus' name, amen. So take some deep breaths. Hold them on the in-breath and release on the out-breath. Do that again. Notice any tension in your body, starting with your head and neck and shoulders. Release that tension. Now as you breathe in 
Again, notice any tension in your chest or back and release that. This is whole being engagement with God. Notice tension in your arms and hands. Breathing in and letting go with your breath. Release it all in your stomach as you breathe in and let go. Notice any tension in your legs and feet. Notice how it feels in your body to simply relax. Pause here. As you begin to do this, become aware of your breath in and out. Notice if your thoughts are wandering. If they are, focus on your next breath. Become aware of any emotions that might be surfacing. No judgment. Just notice. Pause here. Now turn toward God in your spirit and in your soul as if you're expecting him to speak to you just as you would a person who is about to speak. Prepare your heart to listen and notice what surfaces. It could be a feeling, a thought, a verse, a memory, a picture. Don't filter it. Just notice it. Pause here. If nothing is coming up, just notice what it feels like to have nothing come up. That's okay too. God is still present. There's no way you can do this wrong. It isn't about your performance. It's about listening for his heart to your heart and noticing what he has for you. Pause here. Now ask God to help you become aware of his presence, his face. Maybe you can say a prayer like, God, please make me more aware of where you are right now, of your presence and your face. I'm willing I'm willing to yield to you. Pause here. As we close out, do another scan of your body and take a deep breath. Notice any feelings that are lingering and where they're located in your body. Pause here. Now take a quick uh, breath and thank God for something you noticed during this exercise or something you feel genuinely grateful for. Pause again. So practice your awareness this week, wherever you go, of his presence. Simply notice where he is. You can meditate on Psalm 1611 or another verse. But as you go about your day, just say this simple prayer. God, help me be aware of your presence. Or just breathe with him. Quiet with him, like an infant being quieted by their mother. That may be all you need. In Numbers 6.24, it says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. So until next week, remember, you are made for this.